Okay, now we've officially started the podcast. This is the start, the green light. The, the, the red light is blinking. We're going to light this candle. We're going to try to make it a tight podcast so, so that we can get down. So tight. Like to the dope show. Or at least the I can. The dope show. The dope show. <laughs> Got a lot of events about dope this week. A lot of stuff to get to that pertains to dope. But that ultimately oh. won't take long to talk about, so <laughs> no actual rush to get there. You to, so you don't want to talk about it right we, now? Oh, let's talk about it up front. I mean, you, let's. You, uh, my, you brought it up. I did. My uh, college buddy turned comedian, uh, Tyler Smith, Tyler is Smith. in town with his show, The Dope Show, the Dope or as show. Casey calls it. Do the impression. The doubt show. Right. <laughs> Which is pretty close to how it comes out. And uh, if you can't put two and two together, that's a show where people do some time and then get real stoned. And they come out and do some more time when they're real stoned. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to another show that we're not going to talk about. Right. Um, but they're in always... reality, in reality, and I don't want to crap on anybody's daydream here, but the concept of comics coming out sober and then becoming intoxicated in some manner, uh-huh. and then going out and doing the same bits or different bits, that's uh-huh. not the most unique thought that anyone has ever had. Yeah. It's more about like the implementation, doing it at a high-quality level. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I think that's what Tyler brings to the table. It's just really it's nicely done. It's yes. very well done. It's a package. Yeah, it's really nice. Too. He's got good media. He books mm-hmm. good talent. He gets him super duper high. He doesn't puss out on getting him high. He sometimes yes. rents a party bus with clowns. <laughs> and they smoke weed on the bus with clowns before the show. So, I mean, like, that's the dedication yeah. to the craft. Sounds pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's tonight. Uh, so if you're hearing this, you missed you, it. Yeah. And you're a dick. And <laughs> We'll probably talk about it next time after seeing the show. Maybe. Maybe, I imagine. I, although there's no guarantees because. Uh, <laughs> you never know what we're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> we're crafty. Couple, <laughs> couple wily characters couple over wild here. Cards. <laughs> uh, and then in other dope news, the farm that I work at, Conscious Family Farms, whose weed you can buy at Sativa Sisters. Plug. Uh, oop. Plug. Uh. <laughs> We just got contacted by Dope Magazine. They want to come out this next week and do an article on the farm. Cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. But that's like... That's like the equivalent of like... uh, You know, like... I don't know. Some like Entertainment Weekly. Like some big... Some media publication coming and being like... Hey, we want to come to your house and take photos of how you live. (laughs) Show it to everybody. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, because we kind of run it like dudes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have, like, a cleaning lady. We keep the actual, like, grow room, grow rooms pretty tightly clean, but it's a farm with dirt on it. Right. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not going for, like, the, uh, boutique. No, we're not going for the surgical look. look. You're not. No, no. (laughs) We are a working farm <laughs> with trucks and manure. And Some manure? 
We use a lot of alpaca manure. Oh. What we did this year was we, rather than like just tilling up the whole soil uh-huh. and then like laying rows, we dug big holes yeah. with an auger and then filled them with biochar and alpaca manure. Yeah. We're trying to make permacultured holes is the long-term goal. Like we want to reuse these ones right. over and over and so that they become better and better environments. Right. So the plants will just, you know, like this is the roughest year because this is the first year. Right. And then, so hopefully next year the holes will be really fucking good. You know what I mean? Right. And they'll only keep getting better because we'll keep giving them a little more love. You know what I mean, man. You gotta love those holes, man. Dude, if there's one thing I love, it's some holes. <laughs> love me some holes. Especially when they're filled up with fine ladies. Especially when they're filled up with manure. Yeah! <laughs> Alpaca manure. Which is like so niche. Alpaca the hole. Oh. No. That's, I mean, that's good wordplay. <laughs> but I don't know that Which that's necessarily try. what we're known for. I don't know if like... <laughs> You know, if people are, like, driving in from Sandpoint, being like, oh, I'm going to go see the Weed and Whiskey Show for all that witty repartee. All the the puns. All the puns (laughs) and the wordplay. They're doing jokes about double entendre. (laughs) That's a French word. Double entendre? Yeah. I thought it was a soup. Yeah, double wonton. (laughs) Man, I haven't had a wonton in so long. So long? I don't... I can't remember the last time I had a wonton. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Next time you're in Seattle, get some wonton. Well, we get some wonton here. I know we do, but it's just fun when you're over there. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's just not like... Even though we have a Japanese sister city... Right. And there are a fair amount of Asian immigrants... In our con- yeah. in our city, it just doesn't feel like we would have like a good dim sum house or like a wonton place. If you want we, pho, dude, we got we got pho, we got boats of pho, and banh mi. We got all kinds of Vietnamese food. There's a couple ramen spots now. Yeah, I heard the other one that just opened is actually good, which would be just such King a welcome change. Called? Huh? Ramen King or something? Yeah, King ramen, ramen King, King Ramen or Ramen King. I just Having gone to Nudo and gotten there tonkatsu, yeah, uh, not the certainly not bad. Like I wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. Right. But I was like, hey, I don't want to be a dick, but can I get a medium boiled egg <laughs> in my ramen instead of a hard boiled? Like, right. How hard is it to just cook the egg for six minutes? Is it? Is are you yeah. really gonna set a, set a timer? Are you really going to sit here and be like, it's a health code thing? Like, okay, well then how come I can order an over easy egg? Right. You know what I mean? I get your point, but like, how about like a little commitment to craft and like maybe you can boil eggs every day and then, you know, like if you happen to see it's really busy it's like, and you're like, oh, we're low on eggs. You're like, oh, cool. Well, we'll get a pot of water going and then it's only like eight minutes out. It seems like you'd up. already have the water going if you're making basically soup yeah but you're not gonna boil the eggs in soup although you fucking could yeah Ooh, that'd be so smart boil an egg in anything i mean i'm 
I guess that, that you can uh, heat anything up to the point where it's liquid. Right. And most of those things will boil an egg. Yeah. But what about, like, what about, could you boil an egg in liquid nitrogen? Mm, well, it does have, liquid nitrogen does have a boiling point. Yeah. It's probably really high. No, no, it's really low. Because it turns from a, from a liquid uh, into a gas. Into a gas. It's probably, like... It's really cold. Negative 145 is probably... Bo- yeah, and see, you usually got you usually can't boil things until you're getting up to like two hundred something degrees. Right. So I think that's going to be a big issue that we're going to run into here. <laughs> but I did mean, you, if you put a, an egg in liquid nitrogen, you'll fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, it'll Unless, be it'll be solid. I think that's how they save eggs for like in vitro. That is actually how they do it. Yes. Uh. Which is, you know, I don't know that that's the the level of preservation we need to go to for breakfast. <laughs> I just saw the craziest thing, though, where they're, like, starting to um, cure egg yolks. It's like this thing that's catching on mm. in restaurant kitchens. Where, like, so you get, like, a 9-inch by 4-inch or whatever baking tray. Okay. Put a fuck ton of salt in it, right? Mm-hmm. But before you do that, you, like, take, like half the salt and you blend some like a little bit of spice or a little bit of herb into it okay and then you put all the salt in the tray or half the salt in the tray rather you make little wells and then you separate egg yolks out and you place them in the little wells okay and then you you gently cover them with salt right Mm -hmm. until they're fully covered with salt and there's i think maybe even some sugar in the mix but it's like you know just a curing mix right and then you leave it for like a week and you come back and it's drawn the moisture out of the egg yolk to where it's like a firm like hard gelatinous consistency and then you can grate it with a microplane just onto things right yeah interesting dude i love watching like super gnarly advanced cooking videos and thinking to myself like i would love to do that didn't you? I think you're the one that introduced, introduced me to one. It's called um, Cooking with Dog. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Cooking with Dog. There's like a whole. So, like, you know, just like many things, there are subgenres of cooking videos. Right. Right? There's like the boutique shit, like the really crazy avant garde stuff. Yeah. There's like the Paula Dean home fried kind of people. Mm hmm. There's, like, foreigners that want to do their best to recreate American fast food. Yeah. And then there are, of course, Japanese people. (laughs) And that was a show where a lady cooked, and she just had a poodle stand near whatever was happening. On a stool, right? Yeah, just sit on a stool by her as she cooked. And then the video would ostensibly be narrated by the poodle, (laughs) whose name was Francis. Which, I mean... Did she say Francis? In no, he introduces himself as Francis. That lady ended up getting hit by a car and almost dying. Tell me the poodle saved her. No, no, no. Modern medicine. <laughs> but that'd be so sweet if it was uh, that. Oh, I see you're getting the same poster. Does it have words on it? Looks every, like it. Every copy of this poster I've gotten has had no words on it. 
And and because she said we could talk about her on the podcast, uh-huh. I'm going to say that for Christmas, I'm going to get her Photoshop lessons. <laughs> because these posters are a good try. <laughs> but I feel like they will tank her shows before it even happens. Well... They're I've like a good effort. You I've know what seen I mean? worse. Oh, dude, I've seen worse too. I've made worse posters. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to get there's, this thing... Definitely there's a talent for like... Poster design, dude? Graphic yeah. design is a fucking art form. Yeah. And I'm trying to get like... I'm trying to get her to concede that some things you shouldn't do all your own. Right. Like, that delegation ends up being, like, a really fucking slick deal. And, like, a lot of times, the more people you can have help you produce some, like, produce a show. Right. For this example. Right. For this example, students. For this example. Like if you get somebody to help you... Make a flyer. Will make, will make the flyer, that's one more person that knows about the show and will, like, tell people about it. It's one more person that will post it. Right. On it's, all of their, like, media. Right. And, and, and then, you know, the concern becomes, well, what if they don't do it? Like, what if they flake? What if they fuck up on it? And then that's like, well, yeah, that's why you have to, as a backup, know how to generate your, right. your, just, oh, shit, I can do a poster, so here's a poster. Backup, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's, dude, everyone needs to have that ability. But if you know yeah. that you have a show that's, like, two months out, or a month out and you've yeah. got time to take like three or four or five days and get an artist on it and pay them a little bit of money. Right. It's just such a plush feeling because you get a really good product and they get a thing yeah. that goes into their portfolio that shows other people that, hey, look, I have this flexibility and I have this creativity. It's just like uh, we were talking about with the doubt shout. Mm. You make it a package. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies, make it a package. <laughs> Why settle? <laughs> I settle for just a bunch of loose crap everywhere. Make right. it a package. Make it a package. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of making it a package, bachelorette party at the show on, Sunday, on yes, Saturday night. Yes, huh? last night, the late show. Late Lady, show. I see a group of, of ladies walk in, and one of them is wearing a white dress, okay. a sash, and a tiara. How many visible penises could you see? They didn't have any, like, the penis necklaces. They didn't have any any penis memorabilia or regalia? Nope. Wow. Just her little outfit. Oh, I'm... uh, And then I'm like, I see them walk in, I'm like, oh, this is going to be an interesting (laughs) one. And then they got sat right up front, like, front row. Uh, I mean, which, it was a lighter attended show, so of course, like, they would be close to the stage no matter where they were. Right, you couldn't avoid them. Uh, but luckily, while I was up doing the hosting thing, they didn't. They didn't have anything to say. They didn't huh? do. They didn't pull any shit when I was. Up. <laughs> and then Tyler went up. I think about halfway through his set, they started getting like a little rowdy. Little rowdy. Sure. Uh, but not like not super annoying. And then, of course, Ian Ian Bag. Right is uh, just purely like not purely crowd work, but that's uh, great. That's a big part of his act. Right, he's. I think he's trying to generate acting. instances to give certain tags. Right, which Fair I enough. think is that's brilliant, dude. Yeah, and I, 
the way he does it and remembers everything like well it's very good it's something to behold right it's something Uh, to behold but it was like it escalated through his set to them just ended with them almost every time he opened his mouth they would go and then it was like loud conversation about the tab Uh. about their tab towards the end (laughs) at one point I think at one point one of them was like like wooing and like double flipping him off what those chicks better get a 90 day suspension from drinking at the club (laughs) that's what I hear that kind of behavior gets punished with although I would have no personal experience performing such behaviors (laughs) certainly not as a reputable comedian in the scene right (laughs) I mean um oops whoops whoopsies you're a one man bachelorette party (laughs) That should be my T-shirt, dude. I'm gonna write that down in the notebook. <laughs> For that's that right there, guys and gals. That's called workshopping a bit. See, Casey makes something up funny, but it doesn't necessarily pertain to him. So uh, all of a sudden, that's my thing. Bachelorette, not bachelorette. 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 That'd be a fucking cool party. Sounds like a band name. <laughs> that does sound like a band name. God damn, we're good. Yeah, we're just generating all kinds of shit. You know what it is? Is I I will concede the creative power of a sativa dominant weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just the problem with it, um, is is uh, the symptoms of being high on a sativa. Uh-huh. can be really subtle if you're a seasoned stoner. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, the beauty of smoking an indica is that it's very sedative. Right. So you know you're high. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm fucking hot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, I am high. What? Right. Yeah, you're like, fuck, I can't move, and the burrito's right there, and it's just, fuck. It's just outside of arms Right, reach, exactly. Which is way too far. That's too far. That's <laughs> too far. We're going to come back to it in a couple minutes. Right. And then an hour later, you're like, oh, there's a burrito. Uh, put a burrito there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but with a sativa, like, pure, or mostly, like, a really sativa-dominant hybrid. Yeah. It's so much more cerebral <laughs> that, like, if you're looking for body high cues, you don't get them as much. Right. And so, like, I'll be sitting at the desk smoking weed and playing video games, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's like anything that you do regularly, right? You get conditioned to. Right. And so, my routine would be to, like, play video games while smoking an indica. But weed is. Even the different two are, you know, there still is a similar throughput. Sure. And I'll, I'll fucking smoke two or three bowls of this weed and I'll be like, I don't really feel that high. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, I gotta go get some water. And as soon as I stand, stand up, up, dude, I'm like, <gasps> I don't even know how high I am all of a sudden. And then I'm like, holy shit, what the <laughs> fuck happened? And then I can't get down. Like, I can't. I'm like, holy, what the? And I'm like, I get, like, panicky. Like, I'm for sure that the one time I had, like, a legit panic attack where I called an ambulance. Yeah. 
it was because I was smoking like a really sativa dominant <laughs> weed. I think it was even Pineapple Express. Which, kudos to whoever was like, Do you know they made a movie called Pineapple yeah, Express? This sweet car smells like pineapple. Maybe we'll sell it if it um if it's um called Pineapple Express. <laughs> Anytime you can associate anything with Seth Rogen and James Franco, it's you usually do yourself a winning. A positive. I mean, it's it's a winning formula. I mean, they they fucking have him. He's got a movie coming out called Sausage Party. It's already out, but Sausage Party. Yeah. Like. Tell me what the pitch meeting for that must have been like. <laughs> like, all right, guys, look, I done twelve of these things for you. You said I can do whatever I want. Here's here's what's going down. <laughs> I'm gonna do an animated movie about very lewd, very crass sausages, <laughs> and yes, all the shitty puns you think are coming are coming, and yes, I mean coming. <laughs> like. He, that must have been his like I don't want to say like passion project yeah. but like uh, I heard him interviewed I don't remember where but he said to get the I think it's R rated is it R rated or PG I think it's R to get the R rating all they only had to remove like 11 seconds of the film. like it was some, some minuscule amount of well then maybe stuff. it's a PG-13 because if he, going from an NC seventeen to an R usually requires some pretty fucking, you know, you gotta shave some shit down. Maybe it's PG. It's not usually just like, well, look, you guys had eleven seconds of a taint, so just take those out <laughs> and you're fine. Ugh, the taint. The taint. What did we used to call it? We used to call it the chode. Chode, yep. And I can remember one time in middle school, we were at a sleepover at this kid's house, and it became somehow known that his dad had a stash of old Playboys. <laughs> and so we went on a chode hunting mission, and we went through like every photo in Playboy, and that's when we learned that Playboy is too classy to show chodes. <laughs> Good Playboy. Right? Such a prude. <laughs> Bunch of fucking prudes, man. Sure, they'll show you Bunch some non-spread pussy lips. Bunch of prudy chodes in Playboy. <laughs> God, there's nothing that like makes my boner disappear faster than a still photo of a woman spreading her <laughs> vagina open. I'm just like, uh, we all know what's in there. Right. We've taken an. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my mom's gonna hate this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if she makes it this far. Oh god, right? I mean, but it's only been 20 minutes. Has it? Feels like hours. I know. <laughs> I was gonna ask, you seem especially upset with me today. I'm not. Are you just tired? Am I upset? No. But I think it's that you're just tired. I'm tired. There's when I walked in, it felt like I was gonna get yelled at. <laughs> you know that feeling where you're like, "Fuck, what did I do? I'm gonna get fucking yelled at." I can just feel. I, what? what well, I don't know. I, I think it's just because you're not like you're not like a high energy dude necessarily right. already, but like the fact that you stayed out pretty late partying and had to get up really early. Yeah. Is 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 uh maybe not contributing to your extra high level of energy. <laughs> and uh you know I've been going through this weird thing where I've been dating a person now for a month. Yeah. 
And it's, I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> so I'm all out of sorts, too. So you're just, you're just waiting to get yelled at? Just basically. waiting to get yelled at. I feel like a dog with his tail between his legs. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I have not really been hitting the sauce hard as an overarching theme. Right. Like, I've been drinking, but I haven't been, like, going out to party. Right. Very much. But the last two weekends, I have, like, fucking thrown <laughs> down. <laughs> I've, like, thrown down after hours at bars, thrown mm. down, like, thrown down, like, just stuff I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're like... Oh, fuck, I thought that's a behavior I left behind at 24. <laughs> like, you know, like, taking a cab to McDonald's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, and not remembering it. It's like a little bit next level. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing is I didn't drive. <laughs> I managed so to walk home. So I home called and then, Lyft and then got... <laughs> to take me to Jack in the Box because you, I remembered I think in my blackout that you can't walk through the drive through <laughs> so you walked home yep and then you said I really want some Jack in the Box yes and then you said wait wait I'm not gonna drive my car wasn't my car they're was not, downtown and they're not gonna let me just walk up I've to tried this before when I was yeah. really drunk yeah cause we went to school at WSU yeah and the fuck yeah they the, hated that they hated dude the fuck Almost everyone didn't try to walk through the drive-thru <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. At some point in your collegiate career at Washington State, you were probably in the drive-thru, hammered, be like, I got the money, man. Just fucking make the cheeseburgers. <laughs> and they're like, I'm sorry, sir. We can't. I'm right here. I'm not fucking moving until you tell me what my order number is. I'm, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. Back up traffic. <laughs> right, dude? <laughs> Down stadium way. <laughs> At that McDonald's. Yeah, yeah really good story. McDonald's. So you went to McDonald's instead of Jack in the Box? No, no, that on Stadium Way. Oh. But no, I went to Jack in the Box. And what I'm most proud of about all that mm -hmm. is that I used a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> For a two for five ale, brew ale house cheese, they're their new weird sandwich they're promoting. Oh. So, I don't know if they're good or bad, but I know there weren't any left in the morning. <laughs> so, that says something. Yeah. It's got enough flavor to keep you occupied when you're drunk. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, which says something. Mm -hmm. I mean... If I'm going to buy food at that level of intoxication, knowing how shitty it's going to be, yeah. I'm going all the way. <laughs> like, I'm getting the bacon cheddar potato wedges. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to get a clean, plain chicken right. sandwich. I'm like, look, we're here to make a bad choice. Yeah. No one's buying drive through food at three in the morning because they care about their health. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, if you cared about your health and you knew you needed to eat at three in the morning... You would have planned something right. out. You would go. You'd make sure you had kale at home. Right. <laughs> you'd have bought a wrap on the road and only eaten half of it so that you could finish the other half yeah. later on the road. And I mean, you just—it doesn't catch you off guard. Mm -mm. 
It's just so, like, I feel like if I'm eating any time past, like, 11 p.m., fuck it. I don't know why I'd be eating before, like, between, like, 9 and 11, but, like, you know, sometimes life happens. Yeah. But, like, if it's, like, 10, 30, or 11 or later, and you, you're like, oh, we better go eat. <laughs> it, it better have gravy on it or be deep fried. Yeah. Otherwise, what what's the point? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's the weird, like, oh, we were traveling, and we're in a different time zone now, so I'm <laughs> going to have a salad at 3 in the morning. Like, okay, fine, I get it. Okay, you're in Tokyo, <laughs> it's 3 in the morning. Yeah. You woke up at 8, and now it's 3 in the morning, and you don't understand how this happened. Because you flew backwards into time. Right. But really, you flew a day ahead. Baffles my mind. I don't try to understand it since the Earth's flat. You know what I mean? I'm just like, look, here's the thing, guys. It's flat anyway. Yeah. There's a firmament below it. There's and no a- such thing as a damn time zone. Well, I mean, you can call them what you want to call them. But, you know, it's not like... Daylight savings time is coming up. Oh, yeah. Can we be fucking done with that, man? I'm so ready to be done with that. Well, there's states that don't do it. Right, the whole mountain time zone or whatever. Well, like... Are there other uh, places where they're like, we we just don't fucking have time for this idiocy? um, uh, who's on the border with Indiana? Is that Ohio? I don't remember. Anyway, I'm towns, a bad American. I just know that there's like towns if they are on the border of a like with a bigger metropolitan area. Yeah. That's on a different time zone. They 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 either won't do daylight savings or they'll like just go by the other time zone. Oh. Huh. Because of business purposes. Right. Just to keep everything. Synced up. Yeah, because of all that, like, they have to deal with it. Man, it's just ridiculous. It's like, I get it. I want it to be light out later. (laughs) Okay, cool. But, like, like, I don't think it makes anything that much better or worse. Right. Like, okay, cool. We're outside, it's light out at 930. Right. And that, like, that would be somehow worse to you if it were 8.30? Yeah. Like, I guess... I don't know, man. Like nowadays, though, you don't even notice that the time should, like... Not really. The phone just does it for you. Yeah. Like, at most, you have, you're, like, you're like, fuck, I don't feel like I got six hours. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just over that kind of shit. I mean, like, like your whole bit about the fucking... Time and the Egyptians, man. Yeah. <laughs> man. Man. It's the dope show, dude. The ancients had it right. <laughs> they did, man. Any culture where dudes didn't wear, like, two individual legs for pants had it going smart. Like, yeah. all the kilt and rap yeah. cultures. Togas. All that shit, man. Like, that... <laughs> Those guys knew what those, was up. Those dudes knew what the fuck was going on. I'm not saying you don't want like a nice pair of trousers if you're mountaineering or something. Right. Right? Okay, keep it all tight. But like, you know, for like going to the golf course and like watching people play golf. Right. Or like, uh, oh, we're going to Luna for dinner and it's summer out. Yeah. 
Like, I want to be classy, I so I can't wear shorts. <laughs> I think it's fucking time, man. I think it's time for American men to just just liberate ourselves and admit that the best part of the day is when you get out of the shower and you're just wearing the towel, and that's like the only garment you have on. Uh-huh. You're, like that's the freest you feel. That's the best airflow on your undercarriage. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like when you go out in public, don't put on boxers or briefs or whatever, right. and then your your man skirt wrap. <laughs> men were not made to, to. Men were made to be naked. Well, look. Here's the thing, man. Like, our literally our genitals hang down in the center of our body. Right. So having a giant crease where, like, our shit hangs out mm-hmm. and we've got to, like, make it choose left side or right side. Yeah. That's not cool, man. I don't want to, like, fucking tell my dick how to feel. Yeah. I want it to go wherever it wants to go. <laughs> be With, free. Yeah, man. Just be free. I'm just going to let it go. Guy. And if it comes back, <laughs> then I'll know it's for real. <laughs> Is that what you say when you're just walking around in a towel? <laughs> Be free, fly free, little, fly free, little bird. I mean, fly free. <laughs> I have an old story. Uh, Go ahead. When I right out of high school, one of my first jobs was doing apartment maintenance at a big complex. So it was like me and two Figures. maintenance dudes. But I had to go into an apartment because somebody had. A bird got stuck in their the hood vent of their for their stove. They just kept hearing a like they kept hearing a sound, in it, like flapping around and so sure. I had to go in and like take the cover off, and there's like a claw hanging out the bottom. Right. So then I like take the whole like bottom part of the hood off mm. so that I could get to it and then like grab it with a glove. Right, right. And we lived right by the apartment complex was right by the uh, Bellevue Botanical Gardens. Okay. Where, like, we were the back border to that. Sure. So I just took the bird out. Like, there was a, we had a gay. I walk into the botanical gardens, and I just, like, <coughs> let it go. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, that's so... I felt so good about myself. Right. For, like, getting the bird out safe. And then it was literally, like, out of a movie. A fucking falcon just whoosh, snatched it out of the air. Awesome. And just took it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And dude. it was sad for two seconds, and then I laughed. Cool. Anyway. What? Almost as... Oh. I think that story was on par with oh. the first story you told. <laughs> oh, good. See, that's the thing is I don't realize there's how no high point, I am. No point to any of our conversation today. Well, there's no point to anything. I mean, when you boil it down, there's just Here no... Here we go. There's no fucking point there's to no any point. of it. You know what I mean? Because life is pain, and pain is suffering. <laughs> There's just no fucking point to any of it, man. Just, like, just fucking tag out. Just, just fucking just, tag out, man. Fucking 25 years ago, Nirvana released their album. Yeah. So that means 22 years ago, Kurt Cobain died. Just fucking end it, dude. Just fucking, just, it's already over now and you don't even realize it. You're just sitting here trying to prolong it, trying to relive the glory days, but there weren't even any glory days. It's just life's so shitty now that you look back on when it was mediocre and you think that's as good as it was. There's no fucking point to any of it, man. 
Jeez. It's got, that was like a little taste of <laughs> if you just had your own podcast. Yeah, if it like was just it would, me. It would just be that. Once a week, two hours. Yeah. No fucking point to anything. I could do that easy, man. I could just hit record in the shower. You know what I mean? Where well, that's like my pep talk for myself, man. Like, I mean, people can hear that, right? And they can think that's a real negative rant. You know what I mean? That nothing fucking matters because it's all worthless anyway. But like, that's the flip side of that is that's empowering. Oh, yeah. You know, if nothing fucking matters, then what are you worried about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If it really doesn't fucking matter, then why are you concerned with if it's going to work or not? <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter if it's going to work. None of it fucking matters. Well, Just go do it and see if it happens. <laughs> the best you can hope for is to attain some small, distracting amount of happiness while you're here. Well, I think that's true, except for, like, people that have, like, someone who's a neurosurgeon probably has a little more like, I guess man like it, ma- it does matter a little bit what they're doing not really man <laughs> not really I mean that's not the way we evolved okay, I don't want no, I mean, what I'm saying is I don't no. if, I, if I get brain damaged I don't want my neurosurgeon to have your outlook on the world look man if I fuck this up it doesn't matter <laughs> I do man I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, right? Because a neurosurgeon is like a quarterback. You know what I mean? You can't have him when he fails an operation, right? And the dude bites it because he fucking hiccuped. You know, and he cut the wrong capillary in their brain. Like, he can't beat himself up to the point where he becomes worthless as a neurosurgeon anymore. You know, mistakes happen, and at the level of his performance, the mistakes could be someone's death. And that's just, that's the, that's the fucking zone he lives in, you know? It's not that he wants you to die, he wants you to live. But he can't take it personal, you know? Maybe he didn't have enough drinks that morning before work. He's a little <laughs> I think, shaky. I think maybe you're the best, uh, you're like the model patient for a neurosurgeon. Cause Absolutely. Because you, you could tell the guy, look, man. Look, man. No fear, bro. Don't if you fuck this up, don't worry. <laughs> Cuz I don't think anything matters. <laughs> so, if you're going to fuck up on somebody, make it me. <laughs> right, here's the thing, man. Low pressure. <clears throat> In fact, if you need a mulligan, you need a gimme to clear the record out, right? If it's the one that you need, so then you'll never fuck up again, bro. I'll bite the bullet. <laughs> I'll even put it in writing so your career doesn't get 100%, fucked up. 100%, dude, 100%. I'm, I, I, try, I, just, I try to realize that I am not that precious. Like, I get that I'm the only me, and that's super cool, and I'm made of star stuff and all that. <laughs> But there's seven plus billion only one of us is who are made of star stuff. Okay, so and as unique as we are in the grand cosmic thing on our local rock, we're not that fucking special at all. To the point where there's people out there who look exactly like us who we're not related to because there's just only so much genetic diversity that can occur. (laughs) Like in seven billion plus instances of something, like there. You're probably going to combine two things. Right. Even if there's like a hundred thousand variables. 
<laughs> like I get that 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 the odds are low, but every now and then, like I, don't know. I know that there's a professor somewhere in this city that looks just like me. Yeah, he's a guy who came up to me in the produce department <laughs> at the grocery store, <laughs> and like got like within a foot of me and was like staring at me, and he really? said, "Professor," and I was like. <laughs> Go with it. Excuse me? Go with it next time. Crow? Crow. That's what he said to me. Crow? And I was oh, like... No. Okay, now don't go I with that. Like, uh, I was like, no, my name's Casey. <laughs> <laughs> me Casey. Who? <laughs> Who? Casey. Ooh. Casey. Casey. <laughs> God, it's just like having the presence of mind to make that joke. But then, like, also remembering that if you did make that joke, like, they'd feel like you were an asshole. <laughs> because that's, like, a good movie joke. Yeah. That's a good joke for, like, someone in the produce section to see you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for that guy, you'd be like, yeah, I get it. You're Casey. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were a different person. I'll leave now. You have to rub it in. Me Casey! Ooh! <laughs> Banana! <laughs> Fucking produce guy not telling me about the goddamn cotton candy grapes. Still pissed oh, about you're that still shit. On that? Yeah, how could I not be? They come out once a year. It's not like he was like, oh hey man, I, I didn't let you know about the celery. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like he was like, hey, sorry. I know that you're in here all year asking me about when the celery's coming. But I forgot. I'm stoked about celery. Right, because that shit's there every fucking day. I get that. Red grapes and green grapes are there every fucking day. I totally get that. <laughs> but all I'm asking you to do is invest 3% of your being into your job. <laughs> okay? I'm not being mean or assertive when I'm asking him these questions. I'm just trying to, like, respect his space. Like, hey, I get you're working. But, like, I am a customer of this establishment. I get you're working and you most likely are holding a knife. <laughs> yes, exactly. He probably is. He's holding a little produce pruning knife. Just like, dude, I just want to know when you think these will be in. At this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to contact uh, Spokane Produce next wow. year, right before, and I'm going to buy a case of them. I don't fucking get, I don't give a fuck. It's on. <laughs> I'm gonna buy if I, whatever the minimum order. I will make. I will find people to split it with me, or I will do it myself and sell them on a fucking truck. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> I don't give a shit. People will buy cotton candy grapes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give one or two fucks. <laughs> Zero is the amount of fucks that I give. Look upon the field in which I grow it. my fucks and see that it is barren. <laughs> Are you going to call yourself the grapist? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So that dude that ran the date grape Kool-Aid place, Uh uh, he, um, turns out he got, the city has shut his shit down, right? And then he was trying to get it back up. Uh And it turns out he has a daughter of the same name. And he had been stealing her identity to file all the forms <laughs> under her identity, but it's his name. So, like, everyone thought he was on the up and up. He's like, here's the form with the name. And see, look, everything's legit. And then someone's like, well, 
What's your social security number? <laughs> You're not a girl. You're not a lady. You're not a lady. That's a man. <laughs> so, He's not a rat. He's a cat. Oh. So that guy's gone. I don't know. The rapist, that's just such a good joke, but it's like... Right. It's just so taboo right now. And I'm not saying it's one of those things where, like, everything needs a champion. Like, I, you know, I don't yeah. want to be that guy. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think that anything should be off limits. But just because I don't think anything should be off limits doesn't mean I necessarily want to be the dude to write the material to defend it. Right. Do you know what I mean? But to just say blanketly there's no humorous approach to any one subject. Right. Uh, but you also shouldn't... You shouldn't pursue something as, like, a joke, as material just because you know people are pissed about it. You know what I mean? That's not my avenue, no. No. I don't... I don't, I don't choose that avenue, but I, I mean, hey, man, if that's your thing, if you need to be the offensive hot-button issue person... Right. I mean, go ahead. It seems like a short-lived career choice. Right. You know what I mean? If, but... That's some people. That's what they want. They just want to make go make a splash and be a troll. And it's really, it's really astounding to me how somehow with the proliferation of trolling mm-hmm. on the internet, people have forgotten how to like not get offended by what people say. Yeah. Like, I know that they're anonymous, so they feel like they can say whatever they want, and that's more hurtful in a way. Right. But they're also, because of their anonymity, they're not as real of a person. You know right. what I mean? Uh, I, I think that changes when it becomes about personal threats. You right. know, that's a different story. I don't condone that at all. But, like, just getting people's goats on the internet, man. It's just something, like, teenagers do. Especially mm-hmm. teenage dudes. Maybe not as many teenage girls. But, like, young dudes, man, it's just a fun fucking thing to do. <laughs> It's just a really fun thing to get people worked up. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. No? Not you? Not me. I don't get it. That's so good, dude. <laughs> it's just like... <clears throat> so delicious. It's like your cotton candy grape of activity. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so good. Because everyone has like... Every, you know, we're all so programmed that the way that we're seeing the situation is the correct way. Even if we're incorporating empathy into our worldview, you know, we're trying to take other people's shit into consideration. Right. We're, we're very sure that the lens that we're seeing the issue through is the correct one. Yeah. And it's super hard anymore to be like, well, I guess they could be right. Fuck, I guess I, I could not be correct and that other person's view on the thing could be you know what I mean because we're so used to whether there is really two sides of an issue we just hear two sides of an issue like like there has to be a debate about evolution or global warming like god I fucking guess we have to teach the controversy (laughs) that seems like kind of a, a backwards ass way to go about it but if that's you know, like, it's like this thing where, like, at this point, I'm kind of like, can we vote for whatever's going to, like, what What are the most extreme people want? Can we give them that for four years, and then they see that it doesn't work, 
And then can they own that it doesn't work and then we can just get through it? Right. Like, I know but, that that part is implausible, that they won't own it, they'll scapegoat it out, and it will be because of this that it didn't work and because of that. Right. But I'm kind of like, can we just get Donald Trump in office? It's more like... And the, just show everybody how dumb it's going to be? It's not even, dumb, like, showing how dumb it's going to be. It's showing them that, like, what they thought, what their conceived idea of freedom was... Right. ...isn't freedom. Right. It's just like, dude, can we just show... Like, I, yeah. I'm i fine. I got four years. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be shitty. But it was shitty for eight years under George Bush. Yeah. Like, you I can... I can choke it down, dude. Yeah, four years went by pretty fast for me. Yeah. Last. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, yeah. it's going by faster every four years. <laughs> so, we have already got legal weed, and I don't think they'd take that from us. So, bring on four years of some weirdo. I mean, it's going to happen either way, but, like, bring on the weirdest weirdo. Like, bring on as whatever you think it's going to fucking take, right? Like, I'll give you papal control for four years as long as we can go back to what we had after it's over. Like, but there needs to be, like, performance metrics. Like, if we do the papal control experiment, like, crime has to go down by X percentage point. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not doing this thing where, well, it looks like it's... No, I need the fucking results... It better fucking work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be a stick in the mud. Right. But let's just fucking get it going, dude. If that's what it takes, let's do it. I got four years, man. Let's fucking purge this shit. <laughs> let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> what if you end up liking it, though? Then you know what? So then we all you. learn something. <laughs> you know? Then we learn something. That that's who we really were as people. <laughs> And and maybe that will make us better as a country when we can finally all just admit that this is who we are. Yeah. And and that we're just a bunch of assholes. Right. Maybe that's what we need to just be like, hey, look, we need to be that dude at the party that's like, No, I'm just wearing gym shorts and I didn't yeah. shower. Not, I bought no. these six paps, but I'm gonna drink eighteen expensive beers. I know it's your wedding and it's one of the biggest days of your life, but I'm wearing Cargo shorts. Yeah. Oh, and fuck, socks I've been and sandals. <laughs> oh, socks. Okay, no. Never did socks. Here's I know thing. you want to have really nice pictures so you can remember this day forever, but... Uh, but uh, here's the thing. Um, I don't know right. pants that don't I'm, have pockets I'm by gonna, the kneecaps. I'm going to be in the middle of every photo. <laughs> With a big stain on my shirt. <laughs> Like, whatever, man. Like Probably I, knock your grandma over. Dude, I was telling Brandy this, but the older I get, the more I identify with the villain. Like. Yeah, I mean, like. Like, I'm just like, you know what? You know what villain you are, right? There can't be any birth unless there is death first. <laughs> there can be no construction without destruction. I mean, the older I get. To precede it. This might be. Let's get real metaphysical, yeah, dude. Let's no, change, no, let's let's switch gears and get real deep. The older I get, I can see it's more that you can like see you sympathize with the villain, in that it's like, oh man, that guy had a real fucked up childhood. That's why he's yeah like mean. <laughs> That's why he's like me. No, well, mean. Oh, I thought you said me. And I was like, damn, dude, Casey's here to cut Casey's, deep. Casey's like, Casey's going for the fences, guys. Deprived Casey really opens up. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a, a reflection on my recent comments. 
But I'm like, you know, like specifically like, uh, there's a really good, it's not like the best ever. I'm sure you could find a better one, but the one that comes to mind is that little monologue in the fifth element when they're in that Zorg's or whatever, his office and he breaks the glass and the little thing comes by and cleans it up. But then he chokes on the cherry pit. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like. I'm not saying I need to be the dude that destroys it all. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I totally get that position. <laughs> you know, like, uh, okay, do you, have you watched any Rick and Morty? Yeah. So there's a I really good sure. video on YouTube that explains, like, the philosophy of it. And they, like, talk oh, about how he's, like, an, an, an active nihilist as opposed to a passive nihilist. Where, like, he doesn't want to see things end and, like, the whole system to die. He wants to be, like, a part of bringing the system down. Right. So that there can be a new, like... And I was like, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel, man. I just want to burn this shit to the ground so we can get started on the next thing that's awesome. That's all I want, man. Let's just burn this shit to the ground so we can get started on the next cool thing. So people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. I fucking get it, dude. I'm one of them. (laughs) Just fucking torch this shit. I'm not saying kill all the people. I'm talking about, like, the systems. Like, I'm fine with the people, but, like... You know, there's a few I could get rid of. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's broad stroke statements we could make about certain huge groups of people who are like, right. we wish you could reform that behavior. <laughs> you know, but like, we don't need any organized action on the matter. <laughs> it seems to be the wrong way to go about affecting change. Uh, we got to wrap it up, though, man. Yep. You want to... Tell you what, I'll go first. All right. Because... Uh, now that that end of my thing is largely ruined. <laughs> end of what? Uh, the world? Yep. <laughs> no, so, okay, so here on Thursday on the 29th, I'm going to be featuring for Tom Meister. Here you go. At the Ella's Supper Club, or the Montvale Event Center, as I think it's being known as also. I think they added Ella's somewhere in the mm-hmm. name of it. But that's for comedy at first. Which is a, a production entity that my girlfriend manages. So, nepotism. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then, uh, and she tells me that it doesn't matter who you know. I was like, are you... Uh, oh. Matters a lot. <laughs> kind of matters. That's kind of how I get any show I get. And then, um, on October 9th, I'll be a part of the newly reformed... Team Human Garbage. Oh boy! At the drinking debates, we'll be going up to avenge what I feel was a real robbery um, <laughs> when uh, my previous team, whose name I don't remember, but consisting of Stephen Ty and Sam Vidovich, was defeated by a tale of two titties, which is uh, Adam Norwest, Bree Norwest, and Adam Lee, who are the returning champions. Mm-hmm. So we'll be trying to take him down. You know. Uh, that's a tough order because Adam's funny as shit and Adam's bald so he looks funny and then you know Brie has tits and it's a tale of two of them so she's probably gonna win I mean let's I have tits but they're not as nice hmm and don't sell yourself short right okay touche 
<laughs> and then other than that, uh, you can find me every Tuesday at the Observatory at 8 p.m. for a stand-up Ooh, showdown. This week's showdown sheriff was Greg Beechler, and I saw that he went to the observatory during his birthday celebrations and <laughs> used the hat to receive happy hour pricing at any time he's there with the hat on. Which, guys, that's the fucking reason. Like, you get a free yeah. drink just for doing it, right. but that's reason enough right there to try to win it. And uh, we're doing a new thing where, like, uh, I'm trying to get eight people there. The first eight people yeah. get in the bracket, and then the ninth... And you don't, you don't play favorites with that either. No, I don't. I don't at all. I showed up late, Yeah. And you're like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> But what I'd like to do is if we can get nine people to sign up before the show, I'd like to see if any one of them there wants to do the spot. Or maybe we can have one of the losers do a spot, like as a consolation. Like the third prize person gets to do that spot. Oh, that'd be real good. I mean the following week or something? No, 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 no. Like, so you go up, you have the losers' finals and the winners' finals, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then you just have the loser of the winner's finals do, because they're essentially third place, you have them do the bump, do the little uh, break. Don't worry about it. It's show production stuff. You don't yeah, need to know yeah. about it. Um, like statistics and shit. Yeah. So other than that, follow me at ShimShammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E, on all the social medias. And if you have a question, comment, or concern about the podcast, send us an email at weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com or weedandwhiskey1 at Twitter because at weedandwhiskey is still some chick that won't give it to us. And we're <laughs> weedandwhiskeyspokane on Instagram as well. You done? I'm done. <laughs> cool. Cool. You guys will be... Show. A doubt show. A doubt show. <laughs> I'll be at the Bartlett, twenty eighth of September, which is this coming Wednesday. Woo! And it'll be a monthly show there, every month on some Wednesday in that month. <laughs> nice. Very and specific. It, it looks like I'm either going to be a regular host there or a semi regular host. Uh, with the so, most so come see us uh, the first show is going to be Nick Cavassier, Jared Munson, Phil Kopsinski and myself and uh, you'll see announcements of who will be the next lineup ayo uh, and then I'll be I'll be at the Ella's Events Center mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever it's called don't worry about it how's uh, that How's that? How's don't worry about it. On October 13th, which I believe is a Thursday. I believe it's a Thursday. Uh, with, they're all on Thursdays. I'll be there with Lucas Prom, Brandy Rohrenbach, and Folger Emerson. Oh. Uh, it be a real tight show. Real yeah. Tight, real tight, real taut. Uh, high so tension. <laughs> real high tensile value. And come down every Thursday night to gefile yourself at Needle Burrito at 10 p.m. Uh, to the comics, I'm gonna start rotating in like guest hosts once or twice a month. Right. Um, so tell me if you're interested. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna let you do it, but <laughs> I'm gonna do a lot of them. So <laughs> here's the thing: you got to get uh, through me first. 
just so I don't have to do it every time. I get it. It's nice to just hang I out. understand. Yeah. And in a couple of years, I'll start doing that at my venue. But My venue. Oh, eat a fat dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just because the Cause people that I do shows for are supportive of what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, and they like want it to be a thing as opposed to like... I guess if we just give Casey this thing, he won't ask for anything else. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Who are you referring to? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a compliment at all. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get... Uh, what I want to do at the, the stand-up showdown is like we're going to get a plaque thing, too. Where we'll have, like... You keep track and, like, quarterly champs. Uh-huh. Or, like, I want to keep track of like quarterly champs. Like what they used to put in the weight room? Yeah. In high school? Yeah. And then, like, the yearly... Then they have, like, yearly <laughs> champs or something, too. You know what I mean? Like, fucking sure. A, man. Fucking oh, A, man. Fucking A, man. man. Oh, yeah. Be my friend on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, I tweet a little bit, so check out... At Casey underscore strain. Do it. Uh, or don't, but do. My Instagram has two photos. Oh, yeah. That's all I got, I think. Kampai! Chichi, kampai! That means cheers to titties. <laughs> I'll say prose to that.